Hello and welcome everyone to the Skinny Gene Gardner podcast. And what a podcast it is tonight. What a show we've got just for you. Yeah, not you. You at the back there. Hello. How you doing? My name is Lee Collins, the Skinny Jean Gardener. Uh, and tonight we are speaking to Catherine Hoos about a brand new book, A Year, right up my street, this is A Year of Nature, Craft, and Play. That's what I'm, that's the kind of book I need. Unless it's my own book, How to Get Kids Gardening by Lee Connolly. <clears throat> sure. Uh, welcome, anyone. Uh, anyone, literally anyone. Welcome to the show. Hey, if you listen on the podcast, which I know you probably are, everyone, uh, then please, right, rate and review. You know what it's like. Five stars only, if if possible, because my ego cannot take uh, any more than that. That's it's a, it's a hard one when I see that four star pop up. Get get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, big up to our sponsors. Bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Thank you to them. Works-uk.com. Uh, thanks to them. And the School Garden Success Plan, which, of course, we'll talk about later on the show. Should we get started? We've got a busy show tonight, peeps. We've got a busy one. We've got Ask God. We've got Latin, Latin, Latin. We've got news. We've got, um, what else we got? An interview. That's right. Busy old show. So, let's go. You're beaming positivity and radiance. You look amazing, mate. <gasps> what just happened? Hey, mate. Or, right, I love singing, right? So, I could be a singer, you could be a back and dancer, band. Oh, my God. Oh, I know this. Oh, guys. Right. Oh, my God. Oh. Right, we're just going to have to go off script for a second. Absolutely idiot proof. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Danny! Forget it. Get out of here. That was unexpected. Right, I was looking for music, yeah, and I remembered this one. No, I don't. Wait for it. Wait for it. I don't know why we started this bit. Richard, Lisa, Ian Beddows, all my favourites. Hello. In the comments. Ian says, um, hello, Lee. Have we got you this week and Olive? There's no Olive tonight. She's been banned. Padlock the door. <laughs> Exaggeration. Three people. Three people have got in touch to tell me about alcoholic free beers that I can uh, drink on the show. Tonight, it's Big Drop Ruin Company. Big up to them. 
lovely drop. Right, one more minute of this, and then we're going to get into it. Let me know if you're in the comments. Unicorn heads. We had them before, haven't we? Uh, a New Orleans crawfish roll. I don't know what that would. <laughs> I don't know what that would taste like. A crawfish roll. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the show. Lots going on tonight, including an interview uh, with Catherine, who's coming up. Uh, let's see who's about in the comments. Mister Suggett, thanks for the thumbs up. Whoever put a thumbs up there, very much welcome. Uh, Ian Beddows, of course. Lisa Marie in the house. What's going on? Evening. Oh. Uh, great music choice. Thank you. Such, such a great musician, right? Uh, not built the veggie pods yet. No. Right. Let's get into it, right? Let's get into tonight's show. No. You're right. You're right to... Um... Hang on a sec. <laughs> What's happened here? Someone hasn't plugged the computer in. Right there. That's what happens. That's what happens when... Uh... That's not what happens when you've not got a producer. Producer Olive in the house. We forget to plug the laptop in. Um, no, you're right, Beddows. You're right to, to out me for uh, not putting the veggie pod up. It's still in its box. Yeah, it is. All right. But big no big big news, right? I don't know if you're if you're watching, if you're not li if you're just listening to the show, oh yeah. Um, if you're one of the four, three or four people that are watching right now, you will see. Uh huh. You will see everyone. The fence is up. End the show right now. End the show right now. The fence is up, everyone. And it don't get any better than that. That's right. You, oh, you might have thought when I said last week. I'm going to put that fence post in tomorrow. I, I didn't. I actually did it the day after. But the point is, the fence post is in. The fence is, fences are up, which means we now have a garden. And next week, if you join me on the show, you'll be able to see that garden because I'm going to get a camera in there. That means there's nothing in the garden right now, apart from two fence panels. But we're going to get a camera in there. It feels, <clears throat> feels the most important thing to do. Uh, <laughs> of course, right? Did the rich brothers do it? Said Beddows. No, Beddows. The rich brothers. Uh, it's too too much of a big job for them. I reckon they'd have to get Wayne Perry to put it in for them. Um, Lisa's going crazy in the comments. Woohoo! Fence posts in. 
That's a fab achievement of the week. It was. It felt like a big achievement. I mean, nothing's happened since. Maybe Beddows will get that veggie pod up. Maybe. But um, anyway, important things first. Latin, 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 Latin. Let's talk about the Latin. Each week, we play Latin, Latin, Latin. Uh, it's not really a game. It's where we basically learn different Latin uh, words for generally vegetables and plants. Like last week's... Fab. 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 Olive said to me... Um, fab. She did say it was a fab show last week. Um, she said, uh, do you do this every week? Was one of the questions she asked. And then she was like, I knew you were doing something because all I could hear was... Fab. Fab. You saying fab. Last week... Uh, was beans uh, to celebrate uh, what we're doing later on. Sowing some seeds, some broad bean seeds. Faba. Some faba. Faba. Some broad faba. I don't know if it. I don't know what the Latin for broad is. Faba. Faba. Yeah, all right. Uh, this week's Latin Latin. Do you know? Let me know in the comments. Uh, a bit of a tough one, I think. Cucurbitis. You what? Cucurbitis. 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 Why didn't Google get me to do the sayings? Cucurbitis. 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 What do you reckon it is? Let me know uh, tonight in uh, the comments. Um, Lisa says, the veggie pod could be next week's achievement. We'll, we'll do it in stages, Lisa. Yeah, we'll take our, t- we'll take our time with this. Um, uh, this garden. Uh, what is it, everyone? Cucurbitis. That's this week's. Latin, 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 Latin. Let's talk about the Latin. So slow to press the button. <laughs> so slow. Uh, if you know the Latin, 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 let us know in the comments uh, throughout tonight's show. Don't go and Google it. All right? Don't go and Google it, everyone. Uh, so, yeah, it's been one of those weeks. Uh, Obviously, I've been busy with the old uh, um, uh, the old school plan. We might be able to talk about that later on. Uh, but getting that fence post up has really made a massive difference to me thinking about this garden. And I know we did like a show, a whole show, a way, way, way back, designing this fence panel by a fence panel sized garden. And uh, I want to get a whole family. I don't know if you remember the uh, my old garden. Uh, you would have seen it in my book. Um, or or any of my social medias once upon a time. Uh, it was quite a long garden, right? And basically, what I need to do now is pack everything that I created uh, with that book into the this very tiny space. Because one of the biggest things for me, and I don't know if you, you have heard me talk about it before, you might have probably if you listen to the podcast for a while, um, especially if you, you watched the documentary that I did a year ago uh, or when we did that school tour, but like people, right? People ain't one got a garden and two got a long garden to do all these different makes in. And like I'm out there like saying, oh, you can do this in any size garden. That don't matter. I want to prove it now. Do you know what I mean? So uh, it's good to um, to have that space now. Let's see how we get on. I feel like Lisa's challenged me that this next week's achievement could be the veggie pod. Let's make it happen. Let's get it in the diary. Let's get going, everyone. Yo, what's going on, Dan's uh, Kitchen Garden Allotment? What's happening? Hey, good evening. Hope you're all well. 
feeling good, my friend. Um, so yeah, that's uh, all my ideas from the book. I'm going to go into that small space garden. Well, one of the things, right? And tonight's uh, a, a really great one for for kids' garden. If you if you're all about kids' garden, like I am, or if you, if you want to learn more or, or hear a bit more about it, um, you know, it's my jam, everyone, uh, to get children gardening. Bet I says video you building it. Yeah, all right. I'll show you how, how easy it is me uh, to build one of these bad boys. Right. Uh, anyway, Benos, get me right off track there, everyone. Um, yeah, you know that uh, Kids Garden is my jam, right? And uh, Catherine Hoos, who uh, writes uh, the Growing Family blog. Now, I don't know if you've seen this before, yeah? But if you've got kids, it's a great blog. I actually use it quite a lot for, for ideas. Uh, I wrote a book around it. I'm joking. Didn't take any ideas from me. Um <laughs> didn't uh, but anyway it's a great blog for if you're if you're thinking about doing different crafts and guts garden stuff there's loads of stuff on it right and, and Catherine got in touch uh a good about a few months ago and said she's bringing out a new book and i was like wicked what's it about she's like a kid's book a year of nature craft and play and i said that is awesome uh please come on the show and she said yes I will. Uh, and that's the interview that is coming up in about a, a couple of minutes. Uh, but if you don't know Catherine already, uh, she turned a lifelong passion of, of nature and gardening into a thriving career uh, as a home and garden writer and blogger. Catherine's blog, Growing Family, has been VLO, VLO, top 10 garden and blog for the last four years. She has a passionate about encouraging children to explore and enjoy nature and writes regularly on craft, children's garden and nature at activities everyone uh, after this break uh, me and Catherine talk all about her brand new book and uh, and hey lay on the show we'll have a little flick through and see what it's all about but first a bit of this let me interrupt this amazing podcast by saying thank you to one of our sponsors works-uk.com have got you covered out in the garden i don't know about you but after a hard week at work I want to get amongst the plants, well, get my hands in the soil and really get gardening over the weekend. And one of the things that, you know, can be a bit of a chore is cutting the grass. That's the first thing you're going to have to do on a Saturday. Well, not anymore with the help of works-uk.com with their incredible Landroid. You know me, I talk about it all the time. I think robotics in the garden really going to help us get rid of those chores so we can do the fun stuff. And the Landroid from works-uk.com is the perfect thing to do that. It's really simple to use. It's plug and play, which means you just press go and away it mows. Uh, it's Gardener's World Magazine best buy, and it's all controlled through the app. The robot will do all of the work by going out in the garden and cutting your lawn for you. And all those tiny little clippings, that's right, no more chucking the grass into the brown bin, wheeling it down into the driveway so they can go and pick it up. No, no, no. The robot literally cuts the grass throughout the week with the tiniest of clippings, which acts as a natural fertilizer. It doesn't get much better than that. They've also got a range of amazing garden tools to make your life easier and DIY tools too, all battery operated. So it's worth checking out works-uk.com right now for your next garden or DIY job. Welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> um, it's so good to see you. Um, 
we're here to talk about your new book in a minute. Um, but yeah. firstly, I want to talk about your amazing blog and how you got into gardening and the whole family thing. Um, so where did it all start to begin with for you? So I am very much still an amateur gardener. So it started really because I just really liked gardening. Um, and I had my two kids and I was made redundant when I had my first. So I was basically dabbling in loads of new stuff um, while you've got the tiny ones running around the house. And I'd wanted to, I used to work in brand marketing. Okay. Um, so it's quite a big sort of change really. I used to promote beer and chocolate and nail varnish and all sorts of weird stuff. But um, I'd always loved gardening and I'd grown up grubbing around at my dad's allotment. Um, it had been something that had just been part of my life all the way, really, even sort of through uni and the years when you tend to generally kind of lose it a bit. Um, so, yeah, when I sort of had the chance to think about another career, I, I wanted to do something that was quite creative. I quite liked the idea of writing. Didn't really know much about blogging, but I had a mate who had a blog who said, why don't you give it a go? And I just wrote about what I liked doing. And I was gardening with the kids. Um, and that was a really big part of parenting for me. I've always been really passionate about getting the kids out there and getting them involved, not having to be an expert, not having a very big garden, maybe not having loads of stuff or loads of money or any of that really. So I just wanted to really spread the word about that. And that's where it started back in 2014, I think it was. Oh, wow. Well, quite. And it's just kind of gone from there, really. I started, Catherine. Is it? Yeah. I didn't have kids at the time, though. Yeah, I can remember seeing you very, very long way back in the day at Gardens World Live. Actually, it wasn't you, it was your brother. I think you were having your little girl <laughs> at that, that time. Yeah, I remember watching um, your brother doing the um, Upside Down Tomatoes. And oh. yeah, it was, it was a long time ago, didn't it? Well, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm still boshing out that make now. <laughs> Brilliant, I like that one. We do that quite a lot. Um, that, that that's one of the things like, when I first got when I first got into gardening I didn't have children as soon as I had my daughter even though she was like in 2014 she was really small like I got her out gardening at like two months old and that I felt like that helped me learn more about gardening because I was you know she was really small back then don't get me wrong but that, that really helped me learn about gardening and push me forward a little bit and make like, a family garden for myself yeah Definitely. It kind of it gives you that other reason to be out there, doesn't it? And it's it's just so nice and easy to get them outside. It's it's just a really nice, easy way to occupy the kids. That's what I found. I couldn't really understand why. It was just a no-brainer. You know, my, my eldest was a really, really active little boy and just thrived on being out causing mayhem, really. And, and it was just a fab way to, to channel that energy and to just do something that was a bit chilled really and to just go with the flow so yeah it changed the way I garden definitely um but only for the better and it made us kind of grow your own a lot more as well which is where where that all started really which was brilliant yeah was that was that always the 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 way you were going like for grow your own or, or yeah I mean um I haven't gotten a lot more at the moment but I do we did have one when the kids were smaller and I, I I still miss it I really miss it but it was it was a time thing for me. Um, it was very much a my project, my husband. It, it's hilarious. He's not a gardener at all. <laughs> He'll mow the lawn. He'll come and do the grunt work. But it was my project, and, and it just kind of got away from me, to be honest. And it's something that I'll always be a bit sad about. So we did loads more grow your own then. We still do it now. I haven't got one. Um, yeah. 
but it's on a small scale in the garden, which is quite cool actually, because that's what most people have got, isn't it? And that's a that's a nice way to sort of bring people into it and introduce it, I think. And it's easier for the kids on a small scale as well, I think. Yeah, like like I when I had an allotment, it's a like I don't think people realise it is a, a lot of work. Like it's nice, like it's nice community and nice to grow yeah. stuff, but it can be a lot a lot of work. Like. I think Instagram just sort of shows it off in its all its beauty, but oh, behind sure. it, there's a lot of mud and mess and weeding, basically. Yeah, and I think most people who've got an allotment have a messy allotment that they're just constantly trying to keep on top of, aren't they? I found all I was doing was weeding, and um, you know, watering, weeding, watering, weeding, watering, and having to go out of the house and get to my allotment took a lot of my gardening time away sort of the time getting there and getting back and I just wanted more time to be able to do it outside the back door really and to you know it's easier to get the kids involved as well I mean lots of people are in different situations aren't they but it was logistically just not really working for us so but yeah we still love the grow your own and one day I'll have a massive garden and I can just have a huge veg patch that's my plan <laughs> that's the dream <laughs> <laughs> Um, so away from like grow your own, what other sort of things do you do with the kids? What? Sorry, what was that? Away from like grow your own, what other sort of things do you do? Gardening wise, yeah. Um, my youngest, who's now ten, can't believe she's now ten. Um, she's quite into the whole wildlife side of stuff. She's animal crackers, and anything that we do that involves kind of looking after bees and butterflies and the birds and all of that so she's really up for that so we do quite a bit of wildlife gardening there's quite a bit of that in the book actually um and you know anything that involves small furry creatures visiting the garden or going out and looking at small furry creatures in nature is is, is a big tick with her my eldest is 14 now so it's a little bit harder to get him engaged quite honestly um he's hitting the point where there needs to be a bit of a, a reason for going out there and tackling something. And, and he's happy to do that and kind of get the muscle behind it. But um, he was very much into the food side of stuff when he was, when we were younger with it as well. And sort of, you know, he was one of those real classic adverts for getting kids to grow their own stuff and it tempting them to try things that they were otherwise really a bit scared of. He was definitely, you know, not up for his veg and his salad and that kind of thing. And it made a big difference sort of having that that journey and that process of growing it yourself. That really helped us with him. Yeah, that's really, like your your blog has um obviously since two thousand fourteen grown and grown into like a proper yeah. full time job. Like how do you keep up on keep on like coming up with different ideas and different activities and things like that? Because you know, it's it's can be difficult as parents to yeah, even think of stuff tough. to do. It is tough and, and a blog is so much more than just the writing and it's a bit of a shame that it is because everybody loves the writing and the sharing and the projects and all that kind of thing. But the, the back sort of in, in the office side of it is, is a lot of other stuff going on. So and, and the other thing about writing a blog about gardening is you, you're writing and not gardening. So there's always a bit of a balancing act, I, I find, and, and it is, it's a bit of a double-edged sword, really. Um, Coming up with new stuff, it's it's really kind of what's going on in my own garden and what I fancy working on. Um, as the kids get older, sort of stuff that they might be interested in. Writing the book has been brilliant in terms of giving us a bit of a new lease of life for things to go and try and do and, um, and you know, investigate different ways of 
being creative out there because it's not just about gardening um it's about nature in general really um and yeah just kind of getting inspired by what other people are up to and if brands come along and want a particular project then obviously we're open to that as well but it's just a bit of everything really and you know just watching what's going on in gardening i always like i mentioned already the the idea of having this massive garden one day i've got quite a small garden um yeah it's really small actually so in the back of my head is always kind of what i'm going to do when i have a more space what am I going to do when I get rid of the kids trampoline um you know and claim a bit back and all that kind of thing so big projects and and little tinkering really I think yeah because that's one of the things like I feel like sometimes media or maybe like tv and stuff like that always projects like big gardens and and lots of space yeah. but that's not really the case around the country is it no and it's getting smaller and smaller isn't it you know the amount of space people have got is it's just getting squeezed even more. I've never, ever had a big garden, actually. I've got relatives who've got huge gardens that I'm hugely envious of. But, yeah, it's not it's not really the reality, is it? And, and just because you've not got much space doesn't mean you have to have a square of grass, does it? And a few right. flowers around the edge, you know? It's so much um, more. And the thing that you're doing with the, you know, the smallest ever family garden thing, that, that's going to be really brilliant to watch because that is really small, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I like to go to extremity, <laughs> <laughs> but but one of the biggest things, like for for like parents and you know grandparents and that, is is coming up with ideas and and knowing what to do. Where your book um, would be perfect for that. Yeah, that's kind of what it was aimed at. I mean, obviously, it's aimed at kids, but and it's aimed at inspiring kids to get creative with nature and get out and explore the natural world and have some fun learning some new stuff but it's also very much aimed at families who would quite like a bit of inspiration of, of, of you know what to do when they're outside basically and, um a big 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 part of it for us was making it really accessible um and not needing loads of money for a start but also being able to craft and play with nature so not having a massive impact on the planet either um you know be a bit more eco-friendly and, and just sort of stuff that you can do and isn't necessarily a permanent thing that you have to have and add more stuff to your house doing because crafting particularly when you get into the craft area is a is a minefield for needing to buy stuff and put stuff on shelves and you know all that stuff and, and nature is, is a brilliant way of kind of bypassing all that so hopefully that's a bit of a tick for parents as well who <laughs> just don't have the room for all of that lovely stuff <laughs> yeah i yeah exactly i mean i only know from like last year when we have obviously had lockdown and stuff the amount of craft stuff that we accumulated over uh, a six month yeah. period it's quite heavy like we had quite a lot i don't know where we where i don't know where it is now which is more worrying but <laughs> <laughs> it'll be somewhere it'll be in a box somewhere that's exactly. what we do we put things away for you know we'll keep that and and one day we'll we'll do something creative with having it in our house and it never happens and and yeah, yeah. but yeah the idea of using natural materials was a, a bit of a you know a plan to avoid some of that at least some of that and cost wise it's, it, ma it makes sense yeah. like the, like one of the things i always hear is people you know at the weekends you can't constantly um, well at the moment my daughter constantly wants to go like Fort Park or Chesnut and all these sort of things I'm like 
we've got a, a whole garden we can play in. Like, there's so much more we can do. Yeah. And like, for a weekend of activities, this cost-wise is it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, it is. And and they only need kind of setting off, don't they? You probably find that that there's, once you get them going, they're off, aren't they? And their imagination's kind of fired, and and life just gets loads easier with it as well. But yeah, it's um, it, I just had it. I was just quite keen on doing something like this based on the experience with my kids and and how positive and powerful it, it could be and how easy it could be and how it could make your life a little bit easier to just get outside and you know see what you find yeah halfway through the show and i hope you're enjoying it as much as i am i'm looking good sure and feeling better all because of bestdaysvintage.co.uk they have the best vintage clothing to make you look amazing in the garden or even when you pop up town that's right uh, if you sign up to their website right now on bestdaysvintage.co.uk not only do you get 15 yes 15 percent off you also get a weekly well-being email which will make you giggle maybe a few little interviews amongst there too and also make you think about your mental health. They've recently just launched a new counselling area at their flagship store and also offer free, yes, free Thursday morning group sessions. So you can come along and just let it all out. Not Well, not all of it out, but, you know, have a little chat. It really does help. Bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Look good, feel better. Head over there right now for that 15% off and that weekly email. Yeah, and I, I, I suppose it's good because you've sort of tried and tested the ideas, so it's like you know it sort of works with kids. Yeah, and you know a lot of the stuff on there because I've co-written it with um, my friend Becky Goddard Hill, who's already got quite a few books. She's a children's therapist as well as a blogger, um, so she's kind of focused on kids' mental health and well-being in the past. Um, but we've both kind of always done nature-based stuff on our blogs um, and we used to host a, a sort of link up for other bloggers to share all their crafts and projects and nature play ideas and that was really lovely and we've always since then been sort of saying it would be a, a brilliant thing to turn it into a book and um, we finally finally managed to do that when HarperCollins got on board with it last year so so yeah it's, it's sort of it's been a long time coming really but something that's always been there really in, in terms of how how we sort of get the kids active and hopefully off the telly and the screens a little bit, you know. Yeah, I mean, that is, um, so you, you've got like a teenager and, and a 10-year-old, mm. like my daughter's six now. That is becoming a quite, I, I used to go around talking to people and saying, oh, you know, it's easy to get kids outside. And I don't know, like the technology draw has, has just started to yeah. kick in. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's that difficult. Yeah, it's um, it's a powerful thing to keep pushing against, isn't it? And it and it is, it's hard work. It's hard work pushing against it. And I think the the younger you can get them into the idea that there's there's other stuff. But you do, certainly now I've got a 14 year old. I'm just sort of hoping that all that stuff we did when he was little sticks really, and, and it is sticking a bit. And we do still get out, and particularly with lockdown. I mean, God, we we just got out and walked a lot. And he was still up for all that sort of thing. But yeah, you're just hoping to sort of lay some lay some good habits in there and, and when the screens really become the way that they 
interact with the world more that, that they still have that bit of balance that, that, that's how i feel like where we are we are at the moment to try and just keep that balance really yeah. so yeah the younger you get and going the better i think yeah 100 percent. what sort of things are uh will we find in the book Catherine? what sort of things are in there so it's so the format is really around it's called a year of nature craft and play so it is aimed at crafting and playing obviously with nature all the way through the seasons that's a big important part of it for us we really wanted to get across the message that it's not just about when it's warm and lots of daylight and, and spring and summer and everything's lovely that there's loads and loads and loads of stuff you can go out and do in autumn and winter as well and actually they're, they're really fantastic seasons for getting out and, and doing gardening and nature and all that sort of thing um so there's an activity for every week of the year. The idea is you can obviously start it whenever you want, but there's something there that's seasonally themed loosely that you can dip in and out of. So there's loads of gardening, obviously, because that's where my sort of bit came from. Um, but there's also crafts. There's some science experiments in there. There's some just fun games type stuff. Um, and then there's art projects as well. So there's a bit of everything, really. Um, the aim being that you, yeah, get involved with it with the kids and just sort of see where it goes in terms of which ones you fancy. You can dip in and out. You don't have to start at number one and work all the way through. So it's just, you know, we just wanted to make something that was inspiring and, and sort of exciting, which is, I think the way the book looks is, is brilliant for that sort of target age, which is about sort of seven years plus. You know, it's, it's very much an activity book um, that kids should be able to pick up and, and kind of work with themselves but also if, if the parents want to get involved then there's loads going on there too yeah like i always say like like being outside and you can create memories like by, by doing activities like that like yeah. something that, that that watch i always do chuckle vision as a, an example like sitting down and watching chuckle vision together not that yeah. i watch chuckle vision i don't know why i use that as an example i remember chuckle vision <laughs> But, uh, showing my age <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, but um but like instead of like sitting and watching something on tv like actually being outside and doing like an activity book like like yours um you can create like proper memories from it and that's the yeah. sort of thing they remember do you know what i mean absolutely that's that's the stuff that sticks with them and, and as mine are getting older and, and they are sort of saying things like remember that time when we went and made journey sticks in in the middle of a nature reserve with the wildlife trust and it's like yeah that was that had wow factor because it was there's just it just ticks all the boxes for them doesn't it i mean kids just love learning and finding stuff out and if they can get hands-on with something which you know gardening and, and nature stuff is is just perfect for that yeah. it, it just yeah it it, it it switches them on and of course they're going to make memories from that aren't they rather than just that sort of passive consuming stuff yeah we we, we tried to cram so much in the six weeks holiday just gone right and uh we went to like theme parks and zoos and all sorts and the one thing that my daughter remembered from the whole six weeks is we went to a um is it rspb in like down in dedham and mm. then like a, a nature trail like a, a hunt it wasn't a very big it wasn't a very big garden it was only really small but there's loads of nature areas and you had to start to find the different bits of nature and that's the only that's the biggest that was free like we walked that year it was free <laughs> donation in, and that was the one thing she remembers yeah but that's brilliant isn't it that's just you know that that something so kind of unstructured and accessible was the thing that really did it you know 
yeah. we, we did a very similar thing over the summer of kind of like we've had 18 months of not really going anywhere doing anything let's let's put some activities in and, and in a similar way the biggest thing that, that both of mine liked in the summer was the fact that they got to go bodyboarding in the sea and just do it day after day after day be outside you know be active do something pretty unstructured and, and sit on sit in the sand and you know despite the fact we've just been to Alton Towers that was probably the one that they were saying was the best thing they'd done you know so fair play yeah that's good, that's good eh? um do you think you'd ever write another book do you reckon uh You've got more ideas in you, Catherine, to, to get another I'd book. love to do another one. I mean, you'll know. <laughs> it's hard work putting a book together. Um, so it's been a bit all-consuming for the whole of the last year. And because it's been seasonal, it has literally been a whole year of sort of doing it through the seasons so that we can get the photographs and everything. I would love to write another one. I mean, Becky and I have both said we, we think there's, a, there's another year of definitely. We haven't really scratched the surface because there's just so much out there that you can you can tap into isn't there um but yeah I, I you know kids and gardening is really where i've always focused my time and this has been a nice sort of i've been able to bring that to this book um but yeah it would be it'd be fab to do another one i really enjoyed it yeah this book comes out at september the 30th i know very soon which is yeah right and uh christmas is like around the corner yeah this is like perfect christmas obviously buy my book first but then your <laughs> <laughs> no, your book is the, the second best kids book to get. <laughs> Brilliant. Get them both. Get them both. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's a good gift for you know, for a kid who you want, who either loves nature or you're you're keen to sort of encourage to find out a little bit more about nature. It's it's just a really nice, yeah, nice gift for that. Whereabouts so. can you uh, grab a book? It's um, available on Amazon at the moment, and it's going to be in you know your, your major booksellers as well. But the, the main place to sort of definitely find it right now is Amazon. Awesome. Um, and your blog, right? What's your blog? Your blog's called Growing Family, isn't it? Growing Family. Yeah. I can't even tell you how many times I've, I've um, well, I don't know if I should. Oh, I will say this, but I've come up to a weekend and had a little look at your blog to see the ideas that I can do. With my family. <laughs> it's well helpful. That's good to know. That's good to know. There's a bit of um, you know, it's not it's not just gardening anymore. It's evolved a bit into a bit of interiors and a bit of there's always been craft on there as well. So, but the gardening bit is always is, is my little baby really. That's the bit where you know that's, that's my favourite bit. Yeah. And the more kids stuff we can get on there, the better. Yeah, I, lo I love the uh, I love the garden bit, but obviously the other stuff is actually my daughter will say she likes that as well, uh, mainly because I keep pushing garden on her, and she's getting to an age where she's like, not more gardening, Dad. So. <laughs> What else we got? <laughs> Absolutely, it's uh, there's some silly stuff on there as well. I seem to have gone down a road of um, jokes and things, which I started off writing some garden. I did a post last year about garden jokes. Oh yeah, and it was a bit of a random one, and the kids got really excited about sort of chucking in some proper dad jokes into it, and it's kind of snowballed a bit from there. So there's a few really silly, yeah, slight tangential posts on there now. But you know, that's the beauty of having your own blog, isn't it? You can just put what you what you feel like writing about on it oh, definitely 100 percent. absolutely good um what um what have you got before i let you go what um other stuff are you up to for the rest of this year in the garden what you in the garden oh god i'm going to be completely honest i've my garden is not looking amazing at the moment i just, just i think everyone's had a bit of a weird year haven't they it's summer summer in the garden kind of ended two months ago and the whole thing just looks really sad and 
I've got a few nice flowers that I'm just like, if I'm taking any pictures, I just focus on that really small bit that looks nice. Um, but I've got a lot of work to do, just clearing it, I think. And I'm, I desperately need to look after the soil a bit more, I think. I think I've neglected my soil and I think you can really start to see it. So there's a there's a bit of general maintenance going on in my garden this this autumn. We completely redid the garden a couple of years ago after having a load of work done on the house, and um, my borders aren't quite where I want them to be either. So it's never ending, is it? You just you just go from one thing to the next. So you get one bit looking nice, and now I'm on to the next one. So more all year round colour is my aim. That's where yeah. I'm going. I like that. I like that. Yeah, because at the moment my garden's just looking pretty brown <laughs> yeah mine is too and all the grasses have gone sort of rubbish and they look lovely for about three weeks and then that's that's gone so yeah good old gardens and they keep you on your toes don't they yeah that's it, yeah <laughs> i sure do <laughs> Been fun um catherine thanks so much for coming on the show today no problem Been great thanks for having me and i'll put all your links to your book and blog in the show notes cool cheers thank you I will indeed, I will indeed put those links into the show notes if you're listening on the podcast. Thank you so much uh, once again, uh, Catherine, for coming on the podcast. Um, look, right, let me have a quick look before the next ad break. Uh, let's have a quick flick through. There's 52 mates in this book, yeah? Um, let's have a little look in autumn time. What are the things to do in autumn? One, oh, one of the things I saw, yeah, was um, pumpkins. Where was the pumpkin bit? Because, hey... Hey, Halloween partiers, whatever you call yourselves. Uh, we've got a Halloween special coming up in a couple of weeks' time. You ready for that? Um, oh, here we go. Pumpkins. Right, pumpkin fun. A few things to do. Paint your pumpkin. We did that last year, right? Eat your pumpkin. I know Mr. Richard Suggett is all about that. Or, or, right, another good one in this book. Make your pumpkin into a bird feeder. Oh, I, quite, I like that one. I really do. Uh, go check it out right now. A year of nature and craft and play. And hey, if you get on Amazon, right, I'm sure if you scroll down, they'll add it up and they'll say, oh, you should also buy How to Get Kids Garden Book together. Buy them together. Why not? It's Christmas. Huh? Anyone? Is this one? Is this? Hello? Is it? Hello? Uh, um, thanks again, again uh, Catherine. Uh, and hey, go check out that uh, Growing Family uh, blog as well. Uh, it's an absolute lifesaver uh, for parents everywhere. Let's have an ad break, and we've got a lot to get in for the final 15 minutes of the show. Almost the end of the show, and what a show it's been. I want to say thank you to the School Gun Success Plan. That's right, the School Gun Success Plan, uh, which is out right now. Uh, last year, in 2020, I went on tour around the country. And one of the biggest things that I found from School Garden that was missing was support for teachers. Yes, the kids love it. They love getting outside in the garden. It's great for their well-being. It's great for their education. But the biggest thing that was missing is that support for those teachers. So we brought together the School Garden Success Plan, which provides all of the equipment from the raised bed to the tools, to the seeds, the compost. Then we've got the lesson plans, the video lessons for the children so they can see what they're going to get up to during that lesson. But most importantly, 24-7 support. That's right, 24-7 support for those teachers to help 
their class get gardening. We've got 30,000 primary schools in the UK. By 2025, we want every single one of them primary schools to have at least one place to get gardening as a school. Like I say, we know the benefits of gardening with children. We know the benefits of getting it into schools. Now is the time to stop talking about it and make it happen. The School Gun Success Plan is available right now for 499 plus VAT, which after 10 years of being in this business, I've used pretty much every garden tool there is. And all of the equipment we put in to the School Gun Success Plan is quality. And I know it's going to last. And we are here, not as a campaign, but for something over the next 10, 15, 20 years to make sure that school gardening is successful right now in education. So if you want to find out more, it's skinjingarner.co.uk forward slash school success. That's skinjingarner.co.uk forward slash school success for your class to get gardening this year. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please take your seats. As is that time once again this week, it's time to pay So Your Seeds Rise with your host, the one, the only, Lee Connolly, the skinny June Gardener. This one, everyone. Welcome to Sow Your Seed Drive, where each week we sow a different seed that you should be sowing right now in the garden. Um, in fact, this week's one, I said to you last week, I didn't have any compost. Ha! You thought I was going to say I didn't have any compost. I have. I've got me peat-free compost. It's ready to go in one of these, I don't know, what, an eco-friendly homeware pot. It's, I think it's eco-friendly. I don't really know much about it. Someone gave it to me at Glee. Thank you. Uh, full of compost, uh, and the broad bean we are sowing this week is called aqua. Another Latin word, aqua, or maybe it's not aqua de luce claudia. I got it from our friend of the show, Mr. Richard Suggett, uh, from his Veg Grower podcast uh, group membership. Uh, he sends us seeds each week or each month, should I say? And those are one of the ones we've got this week. Um, broad beans. The reason I thought I'd do these is because one, uh, as you heard earlier, the school gun success plan is rocketing. Like I can't, like, honestly, for everyone that watched this time last year when we started, were talking about it, I can't believe the progress that we've had. I've been boxing up boxes ready to go out um, to the warehouse. Now they're going out in a couple of weeks' time. Um, and then in the new uh, term, schools will be getting some more uh, amazing plants. Uh, but broad beans are one of the ones that we do around this time of year in the school plans. I thought, uh, how how uh, apt, everyone. God, I can't get my words out here. Aqua de luce claudia. Correct, Suggett. Correct. Anyway, uh, behind me on the shelves behind me in the show, uh, we're going to have loads of seeds growing. We're going to care for these and look after them, get them ready for New Year. We're getting a right head start on these broad beans. Uh, today on the show, I'm only going to put up one, right? And for anyone that's ever seen my shows before, I have three top ways of sowing seeds. The third way, is it the third? No, the second way is with bigger seeds like beans, pumpkin seeds, anything like that. Hey, anyone, just a heads up. 
anyone asking me uh, on socials, uh, hey, it's Halloween coming up. When do I sow my seeds? It happens every October. Honestly, every October it happens. You're a little bit late. <laughs> Uh, find out in next year's sow your seeds, right? <laughs> then you'll know when to sow them. Uh, with the bigger seeds, pop them on top, straight down, finger into the soil, get right down there. Don't worry too much about the depth. Don't get too hung up on that. Get it right in the soil. Uh, load of compost on top. Boom. Sorted. Give it a good old water. Put it somewhere nice at water. Put it somewhere nice and warm. And, uh, and get ready to see the action. <laughs> the action. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please take your seats. As it's that time once again this week, it's time to play So Your Seeds Rise with your host, the one, the only, Lee Connolly, the skinny Gardener. Another seed is being sown next week. If you're going to sow broad beans with me, then get on it right now, everybody, uh, and let me know on the social medias, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, everyone, and Twitter. Um, right, we haven't got an intro for this yet, right? We ain't got an intro for this. But uh, back again by popular, popular demand, everyone, uh, we have a, uh, a segment, a new segment, uh, Olive wanted to get back involved in podcasting and social media, and uh, I sort of had to let her. And um, and this week in Ask Olive, I asked her what she thought about garden at school and kids gardening. So um, take it away. It's time for Ask Olive. Ask Olive. Hello, Olive. Hello. Olive. This week we're talking about children's gardening and school gardening you want to sit down um so garden at school what do you do i don't do gardening at school thanks for coming on the show why not because i just don't do it you don't do anything <laughs> no are you serious all we learn about is bikes bikes that's all we learn about bikes and maths no garden at all. No garden at all. Do you know about wildlife? Um, no, we don't know about any of that. What? Unless we did one. This on year two now, but we did do something in year one. Yeah. That plant, remember? Yeah, the broad bean. Mm. You've sown broad beans before. You did grass heads before. Oh, no. To be fair, you've only just started year two. So... Oh! And we done a potato that grows heads. Hair. Like, grass on its head. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, and to be fair, you've only just started year two, so you might do some gardening. Maybe. Your class, mm. at the moment, hasn't got a school garden success plan. Mm -mm. But it might have. I spoke to your head teacher the other day. You uh. might get one. What's a school garden success plan? Is this a joke? It's what I've been doing. What is it? So, the school, mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, I think you've seen it. You know in um, mm -hmm. uh, early years, 
Yeah. The playground. Mm-hmm. They've got one of them veggie pods. I saw. That's the school garden success plan. So Mrs. Ford's doing it. But your class is going to be doing it as well. Mm, I'll show Betsy and, ha- and, and Carmen. Are you told them about it? Mm. Mm. Betsy already saw the carton thingy that you've done in the afternoon. What, the bug hotel? Yeah, but it's gone. Who took it? You're joking. Would you, do you, Could have probably blown away it, by the wind. No, it wouldn't have blown away. Someone stole it. No. Would or you, they did put it somewhere else. If you had... Um, this is a pure advert now, isn't it, for the school gun success plans. If you had the chance to uh, grow your own vegetables mm-hmm. at school mm-hmm. as a class, do you think your friends would like it? Uh, yeah. What about like looking after like hedgehogs and frogs and bees in your school? Well, it'd be good, but like a hedgehog, like they might not want us near them, and they might just go. All their spikes come out and go on us. I don't think they get angry. That's what happens. No, that's in a film. Mm-mm. You're talking about a scene. No, because they get angry. They're good. Then why do they have spikes then? To protect them. So? They won't get angry though, only if you like poke them. If you see a hedgehog, you're lucky, mm. aren't you? Like, I've, oh, we saw a hedgehog at a new place. Have we? Yeah. Uncle Dale's new place. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go, yeah. <coughs> well, oh, are you alright? Yeah. Are you sure? I just coughed. <laughs> um, so, at your school, you think uh, you'd like to do more gardening? Well, well it's up to Miss Mitchell, then. We'll have to get her on it, won't we? Why is year uh, year doing it and not um, year one, year two, year three, year four, and year five, and year six? In the future, all classes will have it. Mm. So we're working like on it. Like when I'm in year three? When you're in year three, all the way to year six. So when you go into secondary school, like big school, mm. you'll know how to grow your own food. <laughs> Do you think that's important? Yeah. I think so. I think it's good. Um, is there anything you want to say to everyone this week? Uh... No. No, nothing. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, well, that's it for this week's Ask Olive. If you've got a gardening question uh, for Ask Olive, then put it in the comments right now. Bye. Bye, Olive. <laughs> uh, if you have got a gardening question, hey. Get it in the comments right now or drop me a message on, on the old Insta or, or Twitter. Uh, because each week I sit down with Olive and say, well, we're going to talk about gardening this week. And she's like, oh, what are you going to ask me? So if you've got a question, it would really help me out, everyone. <laughs> so desperate to get involved in the podcast. You see her last week. Could not wait. She goes, are you, can I come on again tonight? I was like, no, it's bedtime. Come on. Uh, to be fair to her school. Hello, Miss Mitchell, if you're watching. Uh, it's an amazing school. They do as much, literally as much as they can. Uh, but she has only just started year two, so like, there's still a bit of time. And, hey, they might get a school going success plan. So, you know, you know. Uh, right, wrapping up the show tonight. Uh, we should probably tell you what this is. Latin, 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 Latin. Let's talk about the Latin. 
like I say, each week, uh, I ask you a Latin word. This week's was... Cucurubitis. Everyone's rubbish. Everyone has been rubbish this week in the comments. Not a single guess. Not a single... Not a single... Gu- not a single guess. Cucurubitis. Huh? Come on. Anyone? Anyone? It's pumpkin. That's right. Very apt. Considering we've got a Halloween special coming very soon. Ha 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 ha. That sounds like Father Christmas, actually. Not a Christmas one. Uh, pumpkins. Uh, so if you uh, are going to go and get your... Cucurubitis. 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 I'm going to a Cucurubitis farm at the weekend. Because obviously I didn't get my... Uh... <laughs> I said... Um, Alec Sa, uh, said cocoa powder. It's not cocoa powder. <laughs> it's pumpkin. Cucurubitis. I, 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 I didn't grow any pumpkins this year because obviously we had the big move. So, um, yeah, everyone. Now we're going to pumpkin farm at the weekend, which should be a lot of fun. Um, can you believe, right? Can you believe that's almost the end? That is Latin, 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 everyone this week. Uh, almost the end of the show. Can you believe that this week? Um, thank you so much to everyone uh, that's been in the comments tonight. Hey, if you want to phone in next week, um, you can. You get a chance to next week, possibly. Although we have got, right, the Bearded Grower guys. If you've not seen them, go check out their radio show every Monday. Uh, you can also catch up. Go check them out on Instagram. They're funny guys. I can't wait. I met them um, not long ago at Malvern. I saw them at Malvern. I was on their radio show a little bit, which was wicked. Did you make a guess earlier, Suggs? Oh, oh God. Suggs says, I think the Latin word translate to listen to the Skinny Jean Garland podcast. Cucurubitis. It might do. It might do. Um, yeah, I was on their radio show not long ago, and uh, I said to him at Malvern, I said, love to have you on next Thursday for that chit chat, everyone. And then it's not Halloween after that, is it? No, it's another week three weeks left and then it's halloween that's right uh so then uh the week after that if you're listening uh we'll, we'll get some more phone-ins because i know we ain't had the phone on tonight so beddows and Suggit and stewart i don't know where stewart is tonight uh hasn't been able to phone in so <laughs> okay <laughs> oh dear um not going anywhere this weekend Twitch home next week so need to read how to switch <laughs> oh yeah Beto says, not going anywhere uh, this weekend. Trish home next week, so need to read how to switch the Hoover on. Uh, I think he mentioned that Smith's was going away for the for a week or so. So, um, yep. Um, let's do what you can, can Beto. Do what you can. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the show. Thanks so much to Catherine, who's go check out her book. Uh, link is in the description. Uh, right now. Uh, thanks so much to our sponsors as always, bestdaysreach.co.uk works-uk.com and of course the School Garden Success Plan. Uh, you've been awesome. I've been not bad uh, and I shall see you and speak to you next week. Much love. You're beaming positivity and radiance. You look amazing, mate. <gasps> what just happened? Hey, mate. Or, right? I love singing, right? So I could be a singer, you could be a back and dancer, band. Oh my god. 
Oh, I know this. Oh, guys. Right. Oh, my. Oh. Right, we're just going to have to go off script for a second. Absolutely idiot proof. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Danny. Forget it. Get out of here. That was unexpected. Right, you may remember that uh, we usually do a story time in the show. Last week, I just rudely interrupted the story time. So I'm going to start again. Uh, we're, we're talking about bees. Reading a few extracts from uh, a book about Phoebe the bee. Uh, she was a worker bee who lived with her mother, the queen, and uh, their large family in the beehive on the outskirts of a sleepy country village. Each morning, she would wake up early and have a sip of honey for breakfast before stretching her wings and taken to the skies. Feeling happy, she marvelled at the carpet of colours below her. Marvelled. Greeting the sun as she flew. Passing over the sea of red, orange, pink and purple flowers. She made her way to her favourite spot the dandelions grew. Landing on each flower in turn, eagerly sipping the nectar and harvesting pollen, the busy bee would quickly find that she could carry no more. With her sacks overflowing, she would make her way back to the hive, content with her morning work. Sounds like me. Probably got early, up a bit earlier, but you know. Mornings flowed into days days into weeks as Phoebe continued her routine of collecting pollen from the wonderful flowers. Then she started to notice some changes until one day everything was different. But what was different? Find out next week on the Skinny Jean Gardner podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>